0: first off, just understanding that we sometimes are in a lot more stress than we actually think we are. And this is what's causing most diseases. Even the World Health Organization says 90% of all illness is caused by stress.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Confidential Podcast, where we discuss and demystify life and everything that impacts it. I'm Simone Gisandi, author, health strategist, life transformation consultant, an overall life enthusiast. I dive deep into the fascinating world of life with each show. Each episode features in-depth conversations with experts, thought leaders, as well as personal stories and experiences that will bring the world around us to life. Whether you're a curious newcomer or a passionate enthusiast, come with me on a journey of discovery and enlightenment. Tune in every week join me as I demystify all things that touch life. Hello, everybody. What's going on? Today's show is going to be amazing. It's about something so incredibly fascinating, and I can't wait for you to learn about it. If I had to sum it up, I'd say it's about energy, but in fact, it's actually about about bioenergetic intolerance elimination. That's a mouthful, but my guest today is the foremost expert on this modality, And how do I know he's the foremost expert, you ask? Well, it's because he's the co-founder of it. So he's going to be able to speak to it better than I can. You should also know that he also co-founded the Institute of Natural Health Technologies and operates alongside his partner from the Institute's headquarters in Oakville, Ontario. And his 36-year devotion, 36 years, guys, that's over three and a half decades, to the field of allergy research, immunology, electromagnetism, and biophysics, has given him insight, that's to say the least, into the root causes of allergy and disease. So now you know why I say he's the foremost expert. He also holds bioenergetic intolerance elimination training programs across North America, and has also completed extensive research in clinical iridology methods from around the world. In fact, he teaches applied iridology in professional practice at the Institute of Natural Nutrition. I have a lot of colleagues that come from there. And he is also a registered holistic nutritionist and has been in the natural field for over 35 years. So over three decades, guys. His studies include, and listen to this, quantum and biophysics. My goodness, Rob, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Acupuncture, traditional Chinese medicine, homeopathy, herbology, and holistic nutrition. He's also a member of the Canadian Association of Natural Nutrition Practitioners. My God, Rob, wow, those are quite the achievements. Thank you so much for joining me today. I can't wait for the audience to hear all about it and learn what they can do to address their issues with fertility. So let's get started. Tell us about BIE first and foremost.
0: Well, BIE is something that's not heard of a lot. We have about 200 clinics across Canada and the US right now. But uh, BIE stands for Bioenergetic Intolerance Elimination. Now, what it is, is BIE in a nutshell. This is my elevator speech. Um, BIE helps, it's a natural modality that helps a person's body to recognize the culprit that's actually causing the problem, their, their health problem. And by doing that, once the body is able to recognize what's causing the problem, the body deals with it uh, you know, appropriately and then heals itself. So um, we started off doing just little bits here and there and it just expanded and we, we go, oh my gosh, this is limitless. It's, it's, it's literally endless. If the body fails to recognize something, whether it should be in the body or shouldn't be in the body, there's going to be some kind of a conflict. So what we predicate is anything that you are exposed to during a stressful event, be it emotional stress. We all know emotional stress, anger, you know, sadness, anxiety, whether Faith, it's yep. stress. It's just lots on my mind, got lots on my mind. I love what I do, but I've just so much going on. My brain's like a gerbil on a wheel. Or there's physical stress. I didn't drink enough water today, or I didn't get enough sleep last night, or I I didn't exercise enough, or I exercised too much or whatever. There's physical stresses. Even a food intolerance is a stress on the body. So once the body is able to, once it's exposed to that kind of stress, whatever form of stress it is, Anything that you are exposed to during that time, the body will now mistaken it as, so that's what's causing my stress. So let's give you an example. You're eating an apple. You've had an apple every day of your life. You've had an apple and it's never had a, you've never had a problem with it. But you happen to have an apple the day you're going through some kind of a stressful event. So what does the body do? Ha, huh, the apple, that's what's causing my stress. So block the apple. And now I don't know what it is. I've been eating apples all my life, but all of a sudden, apples cause cause a lot of gas and bloating, and they tend to go right through me. And I don't know what it is. Every time I eat an apple, it goes right through me, so I just can't eat apples anymore. Okay, what else was I eating? So the body says, block that apple. What else is I eating? Okay, block that. What else is it? And, and we're thinking, wait, 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 it's nothing to do with that. That apple had nothing to do with it. It doesn't matter. It was on the crime scene. So the body held it responsible. Doesn't that sound funny? But that's how the body works. If it's a potential threat, I'm going to block it. So it not only does it block whatever you're eating, it can block whatever you're drinking, breathing in at that time. However, we also predicate that it can block things internally at the same time. Vitamins, minerals, hormones, neurotransmitters, stomach acid, you name it. And that's what basically, once we find uh, that's happened, this is how you, you develop these intolerances. But once we find out what the intolerance is, we do various tests to find out what things could be causing a problem then how do we get your body to recognize it? So this is what we're gonna talk about and how it actually works. But we, first off, just understanding that we sometimes are in a lot more stress than we actually think we are. And this is what's causing most diseases. Even the World Health Organization says 90% of all illness is caused by stress.
1: Yeah, it's actually, it's been in every modality I've learned they say that 99% of all disease comes from stress that's the root of all diseases so stress and if you listen to anybody be it a doctor allopathic doctor naturopathic doctor any kind of practitioner in any field they always say manage your stress manage your stress manage your stress cortisol cortisol the stress hormone right so that's fascinating i'm so glad that you said that because you hear people who say that um and and my question for you would be if let's say, g- given the example that you just talked about uh, with the apple, if that was the case, if apple was bad, then it would only make sense that it would be bad for everybody across the board if the apple itself was the issue. Exactly. Right. So right.
0: Here, here's an example of, you've got person A and person B. Person A's body is not to apple, person B is not intact taunt to apple. Does that mean person's A body is not or, or I should say person B uh, is is more healthy than person A. No, it, it's not at all. It's just that person B's body wasn't exposed to Apple when it was stressed, but person A was and that's the only difference. So we have to somehow get past that. And so once we determine what the stressor is, we have to somehow communicate to the, the patient's body at the body's language. So let me explain this. There's an electromagnetic field that constantly flows around the body. It's called negatively charged electrons. And anyone in science will understand this. These these electrons will travel up through these channels called meridians and they leave the top of the head because the top of the head is negatively charged. They go back into the body through the palms of the hands, soles of the feet, which is positively charged. So that flow of energy keeps flowing around the body. In science, we call this layers of electromagnetic flux. So if you don't believe me, if you think that sounds way out there, drag your feet across a carpet and touch a metal object, you're going to get a static discharge, (laughs) right? So um, that's that energy, that same energy, the body will use to communicate to all the cells in the body. So cells inside the body, it's pitch black. And so How does the cell know? And I have many medical doctors that come to see me too. And I ask them the same question. How does the cell know what to take in and what to reject? Uh, The brain tells it, exactly. How does the brain tell it? Through electrical impulse. And I said, exactly. So this is the software of the body. Now I'm gonna talk about two things. I'm gonna talk about hardware and software. The software is telling the cell what to take in, what to reject, how to break it down how to store the energy how to repair cell damage how to reproduce and form daughter or sister cells how to communicate to the brain communicate to other cells so this is what the the in this is typically what how a cell should be working this is the software of the body a pancreas knows what it's supposed to do. The liver knows what it's supposed to do. The lungs know what they're supposed to do. You don't see the lungs doing the pancreas' job and the pancreas doing the liver's job. It's just knows they know what they're supposed to do. Now, when stress happens, it throws blockages, electrical magnetic blockages in the cells, and they don't function properly. So, what would normally be recognized by the body under normal calm situations is now blocked by the body because it doesn't recognize it. So once we determine, so that's the software of the body, okay, I should say that. The hardware of the body is everything you can touch, see, feel, see on an x-ray. That's your medical doctors, that's your chiropractors, that's your osteopaths, whatever. They're they're touching anything they can touch, see, feel, see on an x-ray hardware. Uh, What I do is basically software, if you wanna put it that way. I am almost like a software technician. if my computer is messing up all of a sudden and it's running really slow, what do I do? Well, I can call a hardware technician in, but he's going to look at this and say, well, I could replace your monitor. Well, that's not going to speed up my computer. Well, then maybe you have some loose connections and some of your plugs that are going in the computer. No, that's not, I don't have any loose connections. My computer is just locked up. My screen's not moving and it's running very slow. Well, then okay i can take out your motherboard and replace it with a new motherboard but you're going to lose all your programming was that the answer no maybe i should call the right kind of uh, uh, technician in so i bring a software technician he goes well let's reboot it so he reboots it and it comes back up and again says well at least it's not it's not locked up anymore but let's see oh you've got some program oh you've got a programmer running in the back oh you've oh my gosh, you've got 15 or 20 programs running in the background and that's what's using up all your software. So let's turn them all off. Let's reboot it again. And guess what? My computer's running brand new. So that's the software of it. You don't see software. I'm looking at a computer and I see, well, I see plastic and glass and metal, but what makes it come alive is the software. So all I'm trying to do is help a person's body normalize so it can differentiate between good and bad, harmful and non-harmful, and the body heals itself. And that goes with hormones, it goes with vitamins, minerals, all kinds of things that just cause the body to function properly. That is
1: such a great analogy. Thank you so much for that because it makes so much sense. I think for the average person, especially people who are not experts in certain fields, when they hear those kind of um, explanations that that can sort of give them or illustrate to them exactly what's at play and how they can actually benefit from it, it makes a world of difference because it's so true. It, it was I was actually just thinking right now from what you said, like how does a pancreas cell know its own job? It's obviously programmed, much like a computer is programmed, much like a phone is programmed, much like c- cars in that have certain programs like the navigation system that just knows what to do because it has been told to do and function that. And so I'm wondering then does, because you gave the example of the pancreas. And so would this work in the same way, let's say for an ovary cell or a testicle to be able to produce its respective, uh, hormones that the body uses for its other functions.
0: Right. Absolutely. Good, good question. Typically, um, let's say normal, in a normal circumstance, the body will recognize, well, let's just talk about hormones for now, okay? It's because obviously hormones are very important for conception or, or or whatever, even regulating energy, regulating blood sugar, whatever. So uh, let's say estrogen. Now, if my body, or let's talk, uh, let's say a, a woman's body is 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 regulating estrogen at the moment she goes under a stressful event. Guess what happens? The estrogen is now seen as the enemy. You must be causing the stress in my body and the body will literally block the estrogen. In other words, it won't fit in the receptor sites anymore. It gets blocked. And so it makes it really hard. So what's the, what's the option? Take more estrogen. Let, Let me, let's give another example. Your body is like a bucket and the bucket has holes in it. And the nutrient we're pouring into the bucket is similar to let's say water being poured into a bucket is representing like the nutrients that we take in into our cells every day. But the bucket has full of holes. So as fast as we're pouring the the nutrient in, it's leaking out the holes. So the water level keeps going down. Well, what's the solution then? Add more? That's it. Well, I'm feeling good for a time, but oh, no, Oh, hang on. It's, it's dropping. It's leaking out again. And the water level is going down. okay, just add more again. Okay. I feel better now. No, Oh, it's starting to drop up. Well, this is going to keep happening again and again, and again. So almost everywhere you go and you'll be familiar with this. Most practitioners say, well, if you're low on calcium, take calcium, you're right. low on iron, take iron. That's right. You're low on D3. Take D3. Hold on. Why are you low on D3, calcium, and iron? Maybe you were exposed to it during some kind of a stressful event in your life and your body just blocked it. And it can just happen one day. Boom. You're fine with it. And all of a sudden it's not. So then therefore, every time you have estrogen or or iron or whatever it would be that your body just starts peeing it out or sweating it out or whatever it is, it's just eliminating it from the body. So now we have a problem. What do you do when you don't have enough of a hormone in your body for, let's say, conception or, or whatever it would be? We have to somehow get the body to recognize that hormone. So how do we do that? Well, we have to somehow speak to the body of the body's language. That's the electricity I was telling you about that flows around the body. So how can we do that? Well, we have this little patented device. It's a little, little machine we use. It's called a GSR 120. It is something that's it's a it's an interface device, which means it stands between you and the and the substance, and it translates the vibration. Everything on planet Earth in the universe has its own unique molecular vibration rate. And that vibration rate in science is called a signature or a fingerprint. And anyone in science will will recognize this. It vibrates at a specific, unique frequency, and that's how the body recognizes it. Because again, inside the body, it's pitch black. The body can't see, the cells can't see something and say whether it's good or bad. It feels a vibration, and it recognizes that vibration, or it doesn't and if it doesn't recognize the vibrations and i don't know what this is but i think it's potentially harmful let's say let's take estrogen for example estrogen is a very hot inflammatory acidic hormone and if the body says i don't recognize this but this could cause some inflammation in my body what do i do well i don't feel right about releasing it through the body of course i'm doing a all predication i'm just predicating this so i don't feel right about this so about releasing it through the body because it might damage tissue. Um, on the way out makes cause inflammation. You know what I'm going to do? I think I'll store it. I'll store it until I can figure out what to do with it. Oh, here's more estrogen. Now I'm going to store it here. Oh, here's more, here's more, here's more. And the body keeps storing it and storing it, storing it. So the levels just keep rising and rising and rising. And then ever since then after a while, you've got this estrogen dominance. And this is important because you have estrogen, you have progesterone, they can both be up or down they offset each other so when your body starts storing the estrogen it pushes out the progesterone which is very needed to be able to conceive and so um but if if your body doesn't recognize let's say progesterone i'm picking on estrogen a lot but let's take pre- pick on progesterone let's see your body block progesterone during a stressful event so when the body doesn't recognize progesterone because it's not a hot inflammatory acidic hormone then maybe I don't, I'm not worried about it. I don't have to store it. Let's just pee it out, sweat it out, get it out of my body. So when the body pushes out the progesterone, it forces up the estrogen again. So again, let's say this again. So if I'm intolerant to estrogen, my body stores it, which pushes out the progesterone. If I'm intolerant to progesterone, eh, I don't think it's a threat. I'll just pee it out, sweat it out. It pushes it out and it pushes up your estrogen. So a lot of cases are people are having this estrogen dominance, And this is what's causing a lot of problems. They're They're having a hard time conceiving. So by me taking estrogen and progesterone and putting it on the plate of this GSR, it's a metal plate with electricity running through it. It measures the vibration. The signature translates that vibration to electrical impulse, and we electronically imprint it in the body. You can't even feel the electricity going in the body. It's a very gentle probe that touches the skin and we electronically imprint those frequencies. So it measures the vibration and then takes the exact same vibration but puts electrical impulses in at those times. So it's the same frequency but a different language so the body will understand it.
1: I'd like to take a quick break now to let you know that today's show is sponsored by my book Against Medical Advice. This book is a memoir and it tells the story of how I built my life back after suffering a stroke during my divorce. I discuss the nutritional, lifestyle and mindset aspects that I put into practice to regain my health and rebuild my life. The book has been a labor of love, both writing it and publishing it, and I couldn't be more proud of it. Please pick up your copy from Amazon. For your very own signed copy, my email address is Simone at Oh, and I'd really appreciate it if you please consider leaving a review once you've read the book. And now, back to the show. That's another really great explanation. And I'm sure you probably will agree with me when I say that uh, estrogen dominance is an epidemic. Uh, I mean, we have so many xenoestrogens because people uh, use, you know, plastic bottles and certain things that are scented that mimic estrogen. So my question would then be, does the body recognize the body doesn't recognize the synthetic estrogens, even from the birth control pill, let's say. Mm -hmm. Um, but I assume that the imprint or the signature that you imprint in the body is, uh, in, in its natural format so that the body recognizes it. Do you Where do you get, let's say, this natural signature that the body will become friends with so it doesn't block it anymore, it doesn't store it, it doesn't start doing all kinds of crazy things with it, which will throw off the other balance of progesterone and testosterone and Mm -hmm. insulin and other hormones that are in the body so that the body can stay in its homeostasis to be able to conceive with ease.
0: That's right. So we get these little signature vials. We, there's, comp, there's many companies out there that will have millions of different signatures of different things in life. And we can ask for a hormone kit or um, a vitamin and mineral kit. We can, or, we, can, we can get foods. We can get airborne stressors, seasonal stressors, whatever. So they come in little vials, and the vials are filled with water and alcohol, but they've been charged with electrodes that have the same molecular vibration rate as what's written on the label. So we'll have little vials of estradiol, estriol, estrogen, estrone, phytoestrogen, xenoestrogen. And we also work with things like progesterone, uh, pregnenolone. This is really key, and a lot of people don't know about this. There is a hormone out, it's called dihydrotestosterone. There's two reasons that we work with it. And, and when we we have a lot of women that come in, they said, I can't get pregnant. And or I can get pregnant, but I keep miscarrying. And so what happens is this hormone called DHT, dihydrotestosterone. Oh, sorry, like, sorry, I'm, I'm mistaken, uh, HCG. Um, human chorionic hormone, HCG, pardon me. So w- there's this hormone HCG that, uh, that adheres the egg to the uterine wall and then further produces a placenta. But if the body is unable to recognize the HCG or uh, like I said, the body, the person was exposed to that HCG in their body during a stressful event, the body now blocked it. So I'm either not going to produce this HCG. Why would I produce a hormone? I have no idea what it is and send it into my body. I'm just not going to produce it. So a lot of times when you have a low hormone, it's because the body says, I don't recognize it. So why would I produce something? I don't want it. I don't know what it is and send it in the body. I'm just not going to produce it. And what we do is once we take that signature and imprint it back into the body, so the body recognizes it, the body goes, oh... That's what that is. Okay, okay, okay. I know what that is. I can start producing my own now. And the body will start producing it. But if the the HCG is not released, then the egg can't adhere to the uterine wall. And they just keep miscarrying, miscarrying, miscarrying. Well, you're lacking HCG. Why don't we give you a shot of HCG? Your physician might say. But what if the body fails to recognize the HCG? You see, we don't want to take the place of a doctor, your your medical doctor, your gynecologist. We just want to assist them in saying, well, let's first help the body to recognize those hormones before you give it to them. And then it should be successful and taking, and then they can carry through. So it happened to my daughter-in-law. We we found out, she says, I'm pregnant. And we said, get into the clinic right now. We wanted to test her for the HCG, found out she's intolerant to the HCG and pregnenolone, I wanted to check that one too, um, and progesterone, we just want to check the basics. Find out she's in, she's intolerant to HCG. So we electronically imprinted the HCG in her body. You can't even feel it, it's actually very relaxing. Let me explain how it works and I'll go back to that story. So if you are stressed and then exposed to something, the body will block it. So to the the reverse of that and how we reverse it is we get the body relaxed, expose you to it. Then the body accepts it again. So I want to say that again. This is you're stressed. The body blocked it. So you're stressed while you're exposed to it. So the body blocked it. So to undo that, we got to get you relaxed while exposed to it. So the body accepts it again. And so the current that we put in the body is very calming and when that current goes in the body, it electronically imprints that frequency we want, like the HCG, and the body goes, oh, I recognize that, and it's able to start utilizing it again. We did this with my my daughter-in-law, like I was saying, and she carried through. Well, she found out that at the same time, two of her cousins were pregnant at the same time, woohoo. They're so excited. They had all these plans. This is what we're going to do. We're going to have parties. We're going to do this. And uh, the sad thing was both of her cousins, they were intolerant to HCG. And so was my daughter-in-law, but we normalized her to HCG and she carried through her two cousins miscarried. So it was. Is this,
1: is this prevalent? I mean, just from what you said about your daughter-in-law and her cousins, being obviously intolerant to HCG. And uh, just for the listeners, HCG is supposed to increase when you get pregnant. That's basically how they um, assess. when, And this is recognized via a blood test. And once that hormone is up, they know that you're pregnant. Um, So the fact that um, all three of them were intolerant to this, is this something that typically happens to women? And what's been your... um, like your experience with it, what, what causes this, especially this particular hormone?
0: That's a well, okay, another reason, another way that HCG is used in the body, and some of you ladies may enjoy this part, but the cells, uh, the fat cells in the body called adipocytes, they release a hormone when, you're, when the cells start filling up with fat, then it says, oh my gosh, we're filling up with fat, we better let the brain know. So the, the, the adipocytes, the fat cells release this hormone that goes up to the brain, the hypothalamus and says, Hey, we're filling up with fat. The hypothalamus goes, Oh, right. Okay. Then it gives its release code, which is another hormone called HCG to tell it, let go of the fat. And this is another issue too. So if you have a problem with HCG, those are the, the poor people that keep going, I just can't lose weight. I can't lose weight. I'm either in to leptin, which is coming to the brain, or the HCG from the brain to the fat cells to to let go of the fat. So we're constantly exposed to that HCG. Um, More than just, it's not just women that go through this, men go through this as well, where they were exposed to the HCG. But the fact is, when you're exposed to the HCG constantly, because your body's trying to adjust the fat levels in, in the body, um, that's how it happens. You just got exposed to it during a stressful event. And I keep going back to that same thing. It's That's how most of this happens. And it just happens because you got stressed at work. How many people know anyone who's stressed, right? Especially this last three years. It's been stressful in a lot of us. Um, and how many people actually can say they drink enough water? How many people say they actually get enough sleep how many people can say they actually get enough exercise? How many people think they have some kind of food intolerance, but they eat it anyway? Don't tell me, I don't I have a problem with pizza. Uh, it bothers me, yeah, sure, but I just take some tums or something, and it seems to fix that. So these are all stressors on the body. But um, this is how it happens, Simone. It's just stressors throughout the day. and And while these things, all these workings and hormones are flowing around the body, boom 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 the body just starts blocking them
1: yeah it's so true we we have all of these we create these uh emotional situations where let's say you're having dinner with your significant other and, and you get into an argument and you are eating fish and then all of a sudden later on you're like oh i can't stomach fish anymore yes. uh, because yeah. that the connection to that very traumatic and emotional uh, event now sort of alerts the body to say okay once i taste that or let's not say taste but once that vib- vibratory sort of signature is going to be in the vicinity we're gonna sort of maybe uh, let's say, release certain things or get the body ready for combat, or we have to go into protective mode to be able to make sure that the least amount of damage is done.
0: Mm-hmm. So amazing. the body
1: has its own responses.
0: You see, you're already well ahead of the most of the population, you know, this stuff already. That's good.
1: Only only because I've been through experiences like that. I mean, I think that nobody is, uh, nobody's an exception to that. We've all been through fights with significant others or parents or siblings or bosses or, uh, coworkers, or some sort of an event that stands out in our mind. And of course we have other things. I mean, that obviously goes with food, but there are certain songs that trigger that kind of stuff. And I think it's so on point what you said that it's, uh, obviously the vibration of something. So when your body recognizes, cause obviously a song is not a tangible, um, or a scent, for that matter. It's not something that you touch or feel, but the body recognizes it through its own. Obviously, like we have different different ways that the body interprets. We interpret with our nose, with our hands, with our ears, with our with our taste buds. So the body interprets all that and says, "Oh, this looks familiar." And last time I came in contact with this, or last time I experienced this, it spelled trouble. So let's sort of get all of the soldiers on the front line to make sure that we're well protected. Um, And that makes so much sense. I'm so glad that you explained it the way that you did, because uh, now people can understand exactly what's happening with their bodies and why they were so, because I've been, uh, I'll call it a victim of this. I've eaten things in my youth. And then all of a sudden I, developed, because this is typically the the language, I developed an allergy against it, but I don't have an explanation as to how this allergy came to be. And I think a lot of people just accept that as fact, well, I developed an allergy, I could eat it in the past. Um, Is this the case for let's say gluten as well? Because you've seen that as a late gluten is like a vilified the worst thing. I ate gluten when I was young all the time.
0: Absolutely it's so common, wheat, gluten, it tends to be the things that you expose yourself to the most. So I went, I won't tell you the company, but it was a very, very large food company. And they hired me to test their employees on food intolerances. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, there was 300 that showed up. (laughs) and they're lined up around the building. They're thinking, I want to get my food. Well, I can't sit there and spend an hour with them. So I had to do a very quick test. And I said, I opened my food kit, which had about a hundred and something foods in front of me. And I said, tell me six foods you like to eat the most, just the six foods you like to eat the most. And they would say, okay, there's beef, there's chicken, there's wheat, there's, and they would pull all these, they would just tell me and I'd pull them all out and I would test them. And the number, uh, I think the best case scenario out of 300 was they were only intolerant to three out of the six. Do you hear that? That's out of 300 people, the best case scenario. So people will gravitate to the things they're intolerant the most, and they keep eating them. So whatever you love, whatever you hate, what you, whatever you overconsume or crave, that's usually an indicative of those things that you're intolerant to. Whatever you hate, love, hate, overconsume, or crave, that's usually it. So we just overdo it. And so there's two ways you become intolerant to something. You either were exposed to it during a stressful event or you you overconsumed it. I mean, your cells are like little batteries and they can only absorb, they can absorb millions of different charges. Everything you do breaks down into a chemical charge and the cells can absorb that and they can absorb millions of frequencies, but they can only absorb so much of one given frequency. So if you consume that over and over and over and over again, it's like dripping water into a cup. And the the levels just come up and they come up, come right to the brim. And then one more drop just causes to overflow. And then the other further drops you put in just keeps overflowing, overflowing. So that cell is no longer able to absorb those frequencies. So that's another thing too. Well, your body, um, you can be over-consuming things with too much sodium in it um, or too much calcium in it or too much vitamin D and you can block it that way too. here's another thing too. Um, so here's really important. If you want to help any anyone who wants to conceive, have kids want to be fertile, um, you've got to work on the gut. The gut is very, 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 very important, but we keep messing it up by the things we eat because we keep eating the things that we love, hate, over-consumer crave, so usually. Um, other things just while we're on the topic i'm just i wrote a few things down here thyroid balance that is so important if you want to conceive you you have to make sure the thyroid is like your third ovary it has to be working properly on, in order to balance your hormones properly in order to conceive so the thyroid is really important we check all the thyroid hormones t3 t4 tsh trh um, we do the tpoa and b we do we check a lot of things there all the iodine We check the um, different enzymes that convert the T4 into the T3, or they break down the iodine. It's all very important. Uh, So, hormones, B vitamins are very important too. Oh, yes. Women experience uh, motion or motion, (laughs) they they expect morning sickness when they get pregnant. That's usually an intolerance to B vitamins, or it's a lack of B vitamins. Why are they lacking it? Because they're intolerant to it, and uh, they don't take enough B vitamins during pregnancy. And they often experience motion sick. Uh, I keep saying motion sickness. I don't know why. Uh, morning sickness. So if if that's the case, do you just take B vitamins? What if you're intolerant to those B vitamins? So we always check them first. We want to you want to take B vitamins, but I want to check you on those first. I want to check folic acid first before you uh, you know carry through with your pregnancy. I want to make sure you're the baby's getting lots of folic acid and, you know, so there's all these different vitamins and minerals we check when uh, women come in and they're, they're, they're pregnant. So we want to make sure that their body is able to handle all these vitamins and minerals so that the baby stays nice and healthy and they have no problems during pregnancy.
1: So you have, this sounds like uh, you You said earlier that you have a hormone, I guess, uh, kit that basically addresses all the hormones in the body. You mm-hmm. check for them to see the intolerance. Then you reintroduce them into the body if necessary, depending on what your findings are. Is that, do you have something like that for fertility? Because you should definitely develop one of those, Rob. Oh my
0: gosh, we have so many. It's, I probably have, well, I have one It's called an, um, endocrine system steroid pathway kit. And it has things like aromatase and 3-beta-HSD and 17-beta-HSD and pregnenolone and DHEA. And I mean, desmolase, there's all these different things that are needed in order for other hormones to work. So we've got to go through those first. Then we check all the hormones, um, the luteinizing hormone, the follicle-stimulating hormone, the progesterone, the, all the different estrogens. Once they're all normalized and the body's recognized and we test them on everything seems to be fine it's just a matter of time we tell them Uh, another thing we we like to do is we like to make sure that uh, a, a woman and her husband's body are not full of yeast because yeast it gives off about 78 different toxins in the body we all have yeast some people say well yeast is bad well not necessarily because yeast helps the body or aids the body in, 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 in eliminating heavy metals, toxic heavy metals, uh, lead, arsenic, cadmium, aluminum, mercury, you know, things like that. So when the body can't handle it, it, it says, what do we do? What do we do? Okay, let's go down to the gut and ask, ask the yeast. Okay, candida, candida, albicans, we're going to let you out of your cage and into the body and I won't kill you, the immune system says as long as you eat up the metal deal and allows it to come out and start gobbling up all these heavy metals. The problem is it never returns to its own cage again. So it stays in the body. And so it starts growing and yeast will double in size every two hours. You know, it does to a lump of dough. And so it causes symptoms like, Oh, I've got uh, sugar cravings. I'm energy, energy drops, low energy fatigue. Um, uh, sleep issues, um, weight gain, muscle aches, joint pain, gas and bloating, blah, 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 blah. Sound familiar, anybody? So as we're experiencing these things, we think, well, if you have too much yeast in your body, it, when it eats up your blood sugar, it poops out all these other products. So not only is it just eating up metals, it eats up your blood sugar as well, drops your energy down, But as it's eating up these things, it poops out all these waste products. It's just a natural byproduct of it. And one of those byproducts is a toxic hormone. We call it a toxic hormone to the body. And it throws your other hormones off. So it makes it very difficult to conceive. And so we like to say if you're having a hard time conceiving, you may want to make sure that you don't have too much yeast in your body. Get the yeast out of there. Because even if you do carry through, and you have a nice, healthy baby, the fact is, it's going from mom, which has a lot of yeast in her body and goes into the child, and the child breastfeeds, and it comes to the birth canal and all that, it picks up yeast, and then the children come up with cradle cap, thrush, diaper rash, colic, these things. So this is a nice thing to get it out of the way, you don't have these sinus infection or eye infections or ear infections for kids, get this stuff out of the way too. So this is another thing that we'd like to do. We want to make sure that mom's really healthy and clean before she has a baby.
1: That's so important because you see a lot of that, a lot of it when babies are born cradle, the cradle cap, the thrush and women don't know what it is. And it's Mm -hmm. almost become normal to accept that as being something that every baby goes through although what you just mentioned, it's actually not normal. It's just as a a result of an overgrowth of yeast. So if a woman who is trying to conceive and many of the naturopathic doctors that I've interviewed have indicated that it's best to start at least three months in advance to clean the body, to make sure that everything is in working order, that all processes are working as they should, all, uh, whether it's enzymes or hormones are well-balanced, Uh, All levels are okay. If you were to have a woman come into your practice saying that she's looking to conceive, let's say she's been trying with her partner hasn't gotten pregnant, um, wants to see what's off and how she can address it, or how they can address it as uh, in partnership what would you do with her? What would you do with him? Like, what would be sort of the process for the listeners who would want to, let's say, come to see you and and sort of address these things in advance of, of attempting to get pregnant?
0: Well, first off, we we don't test the men, you know, who don't have to give us any kind of semen sample to see. That's up to their doctor to do that. But what we do is we want to make sure that he doesn't have a lot of yeast in his body because through sexual relations, he's, he's going to keep passing it back to her. So right. we want to make sure both of them do a yeast cleanse if needed. If they don't need it, we wouldn't do that. Um, but it's not so much the man that's the problem. Usually it's usually the, what's happening in the, in the, in the woman's body. Uh, not all the, not all the time, but still, we want to make sure men man has strong swimmers and whatever. We want to check his testosterone, his, uh, his hormone levels and things like that. But when it comes to, the ladies, yeah, you want to make sure that they don't have a yeast in their body. If that's not the case, good. Then I want to test all your hormones. I want to check Desmolase, uh, 17 beta HSD, which is a precursor to testosterone, and um, a 3 beta HSD, and aromatase, and, and pregnenolone, and DHEA. And <clears throat> I want to check all your estrogen, your progesterone. So we're going to go through the whole gamut that way. And then we, here's another thing that's very, very important. Yes, I do want to also check. To see if you have enough B vitamins, because I don't want her to go on through, you know, uh, depression stuff like that when she's going through this. Um, we want to make sure her body is is balanced pH wise. This is so important because if her body is acidic, then it kills the sperm when they go in there. And a lot of women say, "I can't seem to get pregnant. My I, my my husband's checked out, and he seems to have a good supply of sperm, but." I just can't conceive and it could be something as simple as your body's just way too acidic and so we have to clean that up and it may be a little bit of a diet change I recommend that you don't have a lot of sugar I hear everyone moaning just say oh no sugar because that makes your body really acidic. Not only is sugar convert to acid, but insulin that's used to, to take the sugar in the cell is like battery acid. So, you know, um, that's another thing too. So if your your body is acidic, it just keeps killing the sperm. So that's, uh, that's one thing I want to do. Um, and we want to make sure that they're both on the same diet and basically they're both healthy and clean. And... Um, it's really not a difficult thing. It's not a long process. We might see somebody two, three times and boom. And we have seen up to approximately 80% success rate of people carrying. Oh, wow. 80, eight zero. 0
1: Yeah. So that was going to be my next question. What's been your success with this, uh, especially with couples, or at least with women looking to, to conceive? And they've come to you, obviously, with the, with the problem that they're facing, the inability to conceive. And you treated them, or I don't want to use the term treat. I
0: worked you, with them, yes. You
1: worked with them. And then you've had 80% success rate. Wow, that's huge.
0: You know, I'll tell you a funny story. I had a co-op. I usually have a student practitioner in with me. Actually, you did that too. I
1: did that too. I interned with you. Yes, I um, did. So she sat
0: in there listening to, and she was staying very quiet while these people were coming in. And this lady comes in. She goes, "Well, here's your baby." And she was, she was about eight, nine months pregnant. She was right; her belly was sticking out to there. <laughs> and I had to look over at the, the co-op and I say, "It's not my baby." <laughs> uh, she says, "Yeah, I went everywhere. I couldn't get pregnant. I come here. He gets me pregnant." Uh, again, I didn't get a pregnant, <laughs> whatever. So we worked with her. The next person comes in holding a baby basket with a baby in it. She goes, here's your baby. It's <laughs> not my baby. And so you you just, helped make yes.
1: many babies,
0: Rob. Here. This is not Rob's stud service here. this. Is, uh, <laughs> so I had to, I said, uh, yeah, I, I tried and I tried. I couldn't get pregnant. I come to Rob and he gets me pregnant. Again, I didn't was your husband wasn't me it was your husband like you know um, but uh, I was I helped not the husband I, I, whatever so I just said never mind so the next one comes in she's pregnant it was three people in the morning came in pregnant well I'm pregnant thank you very much I, <laughs> again it's not my baby And then the afternoon, a gentleman, he was a gray haired guy, and he wasn't old, but he was like middle aged. But he says, I just want to shake your hand and say, thank you for getting my daughter pregnant. (laughs) 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 Well, that's normally that's something you hear from a father, but I I didn't do it. uh, So uh, again, my co-op has to listen, there's four people now talking about it. And he wasn't one of the one of the three ladies that came in that wasn't his. This is a fourth person now. And <laughs> a couple after him, she came in carrying another baby. So there's five people in one day came in, either pregnant or holding a baby or thanking me for getting them pregnant. So it was a kind of a funny story, but we see this a lot and I don't work with them that much. Here's what I say to people. Listen, I'm not your boss. Um, you know, when the people say doctors orders, I'm not your boss. You're my boss. I'm working for you. You pay me to be your consultant and your coach. So I'm going to do the best job I possibly can. Now I'm going to be very firm with you. And I to say, you shouldn't eat this. Don't eat this. Don't eat this. And I'm going to work with you and your diet so that it's right. But the good news is you may not like it, but the good news is you're the boss. So you don't have to listen to me, but I advise you to, because I'm only doing this for your, the best interest. Um, and I always try to get rid of my clients as fast as I can. Does this sound strange to anybody? I really do. No, it
1: sounds like you're a great practitioner because you obviously want to give them the results and let them go on with their merry life, which is- That's it.
0: I literally say, listen, I'm going to try to, not because I don't want to see you. I want you to get done fast, and I want this to, to, to turn around, everything balanced, so you can go and have a nice family. And so I'm starting to collect all these baby pictures, and I think- we're gonna take down all these pictures from our wall and start putting up baby pictures because people keep sending us their babies. From uh, they said thanks to you and
1: all of Rob's babies. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I'm surprised you haven't made the news yet, Rob. Oh my God. <laughs> man in Oakville has five babies in one yeah, day. You telling my <laughs> wife that? <laughs> <It's> not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it certainly speaks to the amazing success of this modality, and I'm so grateful that you explained everything in such simple terms for everyone to understand. Um, I am curious, though, uh, two questions. Number one, what's the one myth about BIE that you always have to sort of demystify or like inform people so that the the myth goes away? And second, many formulations of the, um, supplements that are on the market, including, um, prenatal vitamins Mm
0: -hmm.
1: are typically, and I'm going to have, I'm going to be interviewing a formulator, a former chemist who knows the ins and outs of formulations of many of the supplements that people buy, uh, from the respective stores they shop at, but many of them are full of fillers, synthetic mm-hmm. um and, and typically what i say to people is look on the list of ingredients and if you can't pronounce it or it looks like a chemical likely is uh, there's a lot of petroleum a lot of fillers a lot of things that should not go in the body right is it typically what the body reacts to when it kind of comes across these kind of things and says this. I don't recognize this because it doesn't come from nature and I've never interfaced with it. So I don't want to deal with this because it's not something that I would be friends with type of thing. And do you typically take your clients um, and sort of introduce this particular thing so that the body recognizes it and they can continue taking it? Or do you say, well, no, you should actually eat the foods that will give you what the body is looking for. Like what you mentioned the folic acid folate and things of that nature all the vitamins the minerals trace minerals and things like that
0: well um let me just see if i can answer this in order uh, the myths first off what i hear about BAE. well if it's so if it's so good how come my doctor's not using it how can my <laughs> doctor how come i haven't heard of it from my doctor um Well, that's a good one. Um, We do have a lot of doctors. A lot of them used to just shake their heads because they don't understand this kind of software versus hardware, assisting the body, helping the body to recognize something so the body can accept it. This sounds too good to be true. I don't know if it's actually true or not. Well, we do have 200 clinics across Canada that seem to be very successful. Being We've been running this for 22 years now. At first, we conducted thousands of studies, both single and do- double-blind studies, with using BIE, and we found that it people were were finding complete relief without symptom reoccurrence. And so we said, okay, this seems to be working. Um, we we've done independent studies, but we haven't done outside studies. So. A lot of people just haven't heard of this. It's too new. It's only 22 years in the going, and especially with only 200 clinics across Canada and the U.S., it's it sounds like a lot, but there's not. It's not a lot compared to the size of Canada and the U.S. So we just we're not heard of that that much. Um, but the myth is, if it's you know if it's too good to be true, well, then it probably is. Not, it's not true. But no, that's not the case. People aren't used to working with the software of the body. They're used to going to practitioners who are hardware technicians that only work with the hardware of the body. You can't resolve a software problem with a hardware resolve, if that makes any sense. So that'd be about the greatest myth. Just because I haven't heard of it, it, and my doctor's not talking about it, doesn't mean it's not working, okay? second one you said... um, do this, are the supplements recognized? Um, if I remember you saying this, if I introduce a supplement, is it recognized by the body? Because some of them have a lot of fillers and <clears throat> somebody can actually take a Coke and the body says, yeah, I recognize Coke. Yeah, I recognize the Coke. It's not good for me. So I'm going to pee it out real fast, but at least I recognize it. So I recognize that it's bad and I'll just, I'll eliminate it from my body but sometimes the body just fails to recognize it and hyperreacts to it because it doesn't know what it is, has no idea and thinks it's potentially dangerous. So it really reacts. So most times people will get a supplement and it's got some fillers in the body. Go, I don't recognize it. I don't think it's dangerous. So it'll we'll just pee out extra, whatever. So it's not necessarily going to harm the body. It's just they. a lot of these supplements are just, They're they're totally void of all the necessary nutrients that's needed for the body. So um, sometimes they bring in some really good supplements and we say, but I'm reacting to this. So uh, what do we do? I really need this. Let's say it's very high in folic acid. I want to take folic acid, but you're intolerant to it. We just put the supplement on the machine or an imprint the folic acid or this, this the supplement or whatever they're taking this product and print it in the body. The body goes, Oh, I get it. See, we're not manipulating the body to accept something that shouldn't be there. We're just helping the body to recognize it for what it is. Is it good or bad? The body will be able to determine whether it's good or bad or not. It will absorb all the good and pee out all the bad or poop out all the bad. Um, so we work with supplements, um, but we would prefer to get as much as possible from foods, but let's be honest with you. Most people just won't do that. They're not eating big plates of greens every day. And so, and especially a lot of these ladies who are pregnant, they're working. I don't have time to make all this stuff. So I'll do something quick and that's easy, but that's a void of a lot of nutrients. So I recommend people take supplements, um, but make sure you, you have a good reputable company that you're taking uh, so that you can find out that you are getting the proper nutrients, but we don't always get it from foods, unfortunately.
1: I agree. I mean, that the, the topsoil has been destroyed. Foods are not yeah. as nutritious as they were, you know, 40, 50 years ago. It's important that you supplement to be able to get what the body needs. However, just like you mentioned, it's important to find, to do the research, to invest the time to do the research, to find those supplement companies that are reputable. And I know in speaking with this uh, individual, I I was just telling you about who's a former chemist. And there are companies right here in Canada that go through very, very rigorous um, tests, and they do not get their license to sell their product unless they can prove, let's say that they manufacture their product in facilities that have Um, extraordinary, let's say, uh, filtration systems that prevents uh, cross-contamination, things of that nature. So I'm really looking forward to having that conversation with him. But it's important that when we do make those decisions, what we are going to take it's actually something that's of quality, something that's reputable. So, research the company, research uh, what their practices are, um, and dig a little bit deeper to be able to get to the information that really makes sense. To you, especially because it's not just for your body, but for the baby and for the baby's development. So, thank you for that. Right. And that's quite the that's quite the myth. I wanted to go back to that because it's so important and I'm hoping that as we go forward now, you're right, it's been only 22 years and to say only because on the grand scheme of things it's been long enough, Um, but I think we are coming to realize that everything is energy, Uh, Mm -hmm. we have to kind of accept the fact that everything is energetic and we have to realize that those things that are not tangible, like when people hurt our feelings or traumatic events that have nothing that you could touch and feel or measure on a measuring scale affect us. And it expresses in the body at some point or another, and it expresses itself sometimes in, in very negative ways, chronic disease, things like that. Um, so it's important for us to recognize some of the things that we have available to us to be able to address these things that regular doctors just have not been getting any kind of information on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we are also creatures of habit. So we are so used to just going to the doctor and it's the same old over and over, especially as we grow up as children, we see our parents they take us to the doctor. We see that the doctors go through the same kind of tests and we adopt that as being the status quo and that that's what we have to do. We haven't really caught caught. caught up with the idea that there are different modalities that you can look at health through different lens and be able to to start addressing your needs or your body's needs sort of out of the box, out of the box sort of um, modalities such as yours. Um, And I love the way you explained it because it's not like you would go to the hairdresser and ask them to change the oil in your car. Uh, Much like you said, or, you know, you're not going to call a computer technician who usually fixes the the computer itself, but has is not a software technician to be able to know what the software does in the background that allows viruses in or like you explained earlier too many things are running at the same time, which takes away the the computer's energy. So it slows slows it down. Uh, So that's important too. And I tell people all the time, you need to have a team when it comes to health go to the appropriate experts that could help you with that particular thing but i'm so happy what you said about how many women you got pregnant rob that's incredible <laughs> oh no <laughs> ladies this is where you have to go rob's going to take care of you yeah, clearly he's
0: rob's stud service no no no
1: <laughs> no of course not um, but clearly you you are able to identify some of the things and you you also talked about the thyroid. So I'm sure that you address that all the thyroid hormones uh, because I know a lot of women who take um, the um, synthetic hormones to be able to address their issues with their hormones or the birth control pill, which clearly throws all of our hormonal balances off. So would they come to you then with, let's say if they do a panel with their doctor do they come with that with the results to you to say hey this is where i'm at and then you take that you kind of read it interpret it and then you say okay let's let's get this in in the body so that it can recognize it or let's take this out so that the balance can actually come like we can recalibrate things yeah. um absolutely. is that is that some
0: absolutely yeah we we um we want to work with the doctors so when they do the blood panel and they come back to us and and uh, we, we see that they're low on this or we're high on this. Typically what your body does, like I was saying earlier, if it doesn't recognize something, it either flushes it out or stores it. So if it flushes it out, you get a deficiency of something. If it stores it, you have an excess of something. So when we see something that's high or low, we know that, okay, that's usually a problem. They're usually intolerant to that. So when we address those things that on the panel that they give us, once we fix that, they can actually go back and get more blood tests and say, oh, they're all normal now. And we see that a lot. Yes. We we work with these doctors' panels and we see them and we we adjust them. They go back and get blood tests again and find out they're all normalized.
1: Wow, that's incredible. So you guys see, there you go. That's that's exactly what you do. And don't leave the stone unturned, especially on your journey. Don't go force the body to do what it's not ready to do. It's so much better to go and have a conversation with the body for lack of a better term and be able to sort of uh, coax it or convince it to do it in the nicer way. And there's a saying, and I'm sure you've heard it. uh, You attract more flies with honey than you do with vinegar or something else for that matter that doesn't smell as nice. Um, So clearly, if you're able to go and have this sort of relationship with the body where you make it feel safe, and you approach it from such a peaceful again, for lack of a better term with such a peaceful, you have a peaceful approach to it, then clearly, you're going to be able to see um, the response a positive response and I think it's so worth it to at least give this a try to be able to see how it can help you. Clearly, Rob has had many babies come <laughs> to his office. So clearly this works. Um, Rob, before we finish, I have my last three questions, which I ask each one of my um each one of my guests. What is the biggest takeaway that you hope that listeners can learn from you today?
0: The biggest takeaway would be. You gotta understand that most practitioners are hardware technicians. So, um, see, because I'm software, we're helping the body to recognize something. See, I'm conversely, what I'm saying, if you're walking down the street and you trip and fall and boom, you break your arm and a bone is protruding out through your skin, do not come running to me, I'd pass out. So I'm real suck when it comes to that stuff. So uh, that's hardware stuff, I can't fix that stuff. I don't know how, uh, it's just, I don't even know that stuff. I can't even touch it. But when it comes to why the body's working, why it's not accepting this, why it's not producing this, that is software. And that's the one thing you need to understand. We can't just put this chemical in your body or put this hormone in your body and expect your body to perform. Because it may go, okay, there's more of that stuff I don't recognize. So let's pee it out too and see, that's what happens. So no matter how many times they keep going for injections or whatever, it's not holding, it's because the body fails to recognize. it.
1: Wow, so that's, that's so thing. amazing. I love what you just said. Love it so much. You are a software engineer. And <laughs> do not guys, if you break a leg or any limb, do not go to Rob. No, <laughs> He's not gonna he's not gonna Be able to help you and it's true every single practitioner has their place and their expertise. And I certainly believe that we do need uh, acute care for accidents such as the one that you just gave the example of, but in the background, the body has so many programs, especially for us women. I've talked about this, even in my book, we are programmed like the body is programmed to give birth. It's not something foreign to it. It, right. it recognizes it knows exactly what to do. As we all know, the, the birth process, the body goes in labor. There's, it doesn't have to be prodded or anything like that. It naturally does all that. The bones move out of the way, the pelvis opens for baby to come out, um, All of these are programs, literally exactly what Rob said. And I'm so glad I had this conversation with you today, Rob, because it's such a great Reminder the body has programs, and there it's programmed to blink, it's programmed for the heart to beat and pump the blood, uh, it's programmed to urinate, it's programmed for all the glands to release and produce all the respective hormones, enzymes, and such. So it's so important that we recognize that. So I just love so much what you said about that, Rob. What's yeah. your health model?
0: My health model, see, that's not
1: model, motto, motto, motto. yes
0: um wow that's a that's a loaded question
1: especially as a software practitioner that you are
0: yeah i I, i've never been asked that question before um go on to the next question while i think about that one for a while
1: okay well you're (laughs) gonna love the next question then what's the one question that you wish i would have asked you that i didn't and how would you have answered it
0: you know i think you you've I think we've covered everything that there's 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 not more to it than than you think. This is a really simple process. The body fails to recognize it, so we just introduce it at the body's language so the body recognizes. That's it. And you've answered you've you've explained it well, so I am, I know you've understood what I said. Thank God. Um, And I'm hoping you
1: you explained it. Well, it's you that explained it really well. (laughs) The examples you gave, the comparisons, Rob, I'm like, I'm telling you, it's all you. And guys, just so you know, that's why in the beginning, when I introduced him, I told you he's the foremost expert. Was I wrong? Uh No, I I wasn't wrong. He is the foremost expert.
0: No pressure. Um, So you obviously are a good listener. You did pick that up on very well. And it's just, yeah, I, I, you've asked everything perfectly. I think uh, our listeners should, hopefully, if they're like you, they will be able to pick that up. And what I'm saying is, this is just because you haven't heard of this, keep your eye, keep your ears open and keep your eyes open. You'll see more of us. Um, we do have a page on Messenger that people are logging on to, and they're becoming followers on this. Um, not that I'm trying to do any kind of, 'Cause I really know nothing about messenger. I'm I really I'm really poor at uh social media, but but I think you've answered pretty or asked every question you possibly could. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. And it's been a, a pleasure to come and share this, what I'm passionate about. I love yes.
1: Your passion shone right through, and I appreciate that and all the information that you gave. And I hope you're going to have another 15 babies, if not more, as a result of this, Rob. But tell us, where can people find you? Let's see where they, if they wanted to get in touch with you so that they can come at least, you know, get some testing done or get their hormones balanced before they try to get pregnant. Where are you findable?
0: I will tell you that in a sec, but I first found out my motto. Let's see. Oh,
1: let's hear it.
0: I always say to people, you know, the good news is your life is in your own hands. And the bad news is your life is in your own hands. So I believe in just taking, you don't, I mean, you don't become healthy just like that. Every journey takes a first step. So it it, it begins with a first step. So it's really just looking after small things and making sure you avoid the landmines as much as you can, you can't be perfect. Don't try to be perfect. just do the best you can. So that's my motto. Do the best you possibly can. Um, now where you can find us, uh, we have a website. it's called uh, well, it's www.biIE with an s.com with an s.com. And uh, the number, if you, you want me to my phone number, I can give you my phone number. Our, our, our uh, office number here is 905. It's in Oakville, Ontario, 905-465-3830. That's 905-465-3830.
1: There you guys go. You know where to find them. Let me tell you, when I did the internship, there were people who had come from far and wide. Literally, I remember that couple that had come to you when I was in your office and they had come from Vaughan, which is about, I would say an hour and a half away. Oakville is the most Southern point of, of Ontario. And Vaughan is very North. And I remember they came. And I remember when they said they came strictly to see you because you have the magic touch. I so I really wanted last, the-
0: last week came in she says, I'm up here from Florida.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Oh, you up here for vacation. No, I just flew in this morning. I'm flying back tonight. Oh, wow. What are you here for? Just to have this done. So, <laughs> well, so there you
1: go. You, you have wow. the magic touch, like I said.
0: That that was pretty impressive that she would actually come up from Florida for that, but uh, but thank you, I appreciate it. Thank you.
1: No, you really are great, uh, and I really wanted people to learn about this modality because uh, clearly I got to see what it does, and and I was uh, witness to a lot of the uh, the way that you were you were working with the children and everybody that came into your office. So uh, I really wanted people to hear about this. Uh, Like I said, especially for the ladies, leave no stone unturned. Go and try to see exactly um, what this can do for you. I really think it's going to blow you away. So, guys, if you need to get in touch with him, he gave you all his contact information. Again, if you need to get in touch with him, you can also contact me. Happy to connect you. Rob, thank you so much for all your wisdom, for all the knowledge, for your amazing comparisons, and for explaining everything with such eloquence. Really Mm -hmm. appreciate everything, guys. Thank Thank
0: you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for tuning to The Confidential. We hope you enjoyed the episode and found it interesting and informative. Please subscribe to the show to receive notifications when new episodes are released. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram at The Confidential Podcast to stay up to date with all things related to the show. We appreciate your support and welcome any feedback you may have. Until next time, stay curious and keep on learning. Thank you for listening.